Hello, and we are back with day 116 of the Read the Bible in a Year podcast. We are continuing through Judges, and we are going to complete chapter 6 today. So we'll go on and get started there. So, Judges chapter 6. The Israelites did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. So the Lord handed them over to Midian seven years, and they oppressed Israel. Because of Midian, the Israelites made hiding places for themselves in the mountains, caves, and strongholds. Whenever the Israelites planted crops, the Midianites, Amalekites, and the Kedamites came and attacked them. They encamped against them and destroyed the produce of the land, even as far as Gaza. They left nothing for Israel to eat, as well as no sheep, ox, or donkey. For the Midianites came with their cattle and their tents like a great swarm of locusts. They and their camels were without number, and they entered the land and lay it to waste. So Israel became poverty-stricken because of Midian, and the Israelites cried out to the Lord. When the Israelites cried out to him because of Midian, the Lord sent a prophet to them. He said to them, This is what the Lord God of Israel says, I brought you out of Egypt, out of the place of slavery. I rescued you from the power of Egypt and the power of all who oppressed you. I drove them out before you and gave you their land. I said to you, I am the Lord your God. Do not fear the gods of the Amorites, whose land you live in, but but you did not obey me. The angel of the Lord came, and he sat under the oak that was in Ophrah, which belonged to Joash the Abizirite. His son Gideon was threshing wheat in in the wine press in order to hide it from the Midianites when the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, The Lord is with you, valiant warrior. Gideon said to him, Please, my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened? And where are all the wonders that our fathers told us about? They said, Hasn't the Lord brought us out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and handed us over to Midian. The Lord turned to him and said, Go in, go in the strength you have and deliver Israel from the grasp of Midian. I am sending you. He said to him, Please, Lord, how can I deliver Israel? Look, my family is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the youngest in my father's family. But I will be with you, the Lord said to him. You will strike Midian down as if it were one man. Then he said to him, If I have found favor with you, give me a sign that you are speaking with me. Please do not leave this place until I return to you. Let me bring my gift and set it before you. And he said, I will stay until you return. So Gideon went and prepared a young goat and unleavened bread from a half of bushel of flour. He placed the meat in a basket and the broth in a pot, and he brought them out and offered them to him under the oak. The angel of God said to him, Take the meat with unleavened bread, put it on this stone, and pour the broth on it. So he did that. The angel of the Lord extended the tip of the staff that was in his hand and touched the meat and the unleavened bread. Fire came up from the rock and consumed the meat and the unleavened bread. Then the angel of the Lord vanished from his sight. When Gideon realized that he was the angel of the Lord, he said, Oh no, Lord God, I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. But the Lord said to him, Peace to you. Don't be afraid, for you will not die. So Gideon built an altar to the Lord, and he called it, The Lord is Peace. It is still in Ophrah and the Abizurites today. On that very night, the Lord said to him, Take your father's young bull and the second bull, seven years old. Then tear down the altar of Baal that belongs to your father and cut down the Asherah pole beside it. 
Build a well-constructed altar to the Lord your God on top of this mound. Take the second bull and offer it as a burnt offering with the wood of the Asher pole you cut down. So Gideon took ten of his male servants and did as the Lord told him. But because he was too afraid of his father's family and the men of the city to do it in the daytime, he did it at night. When the men of the city got up in the morning and they found Baal's altar torn down and the Asherah pole beside it cut down and the second bull offered up on the altar that had been built, they said to each other, Who did this? After they made a thorough investigation, they said, Gideon, son of Joash, did it. Then the men of the city said to Joash, Bring out your son. He must die because he tore down Baal's altar and cut down the Asherah pole beside it. But Joash said to all who stood against him, Would you plead Baal's case for him? Would you save him? Whoever pleads his case will be put to death by morning. If he is a god, then let him plead his own case because someone tore down his altar. That day he was called Jerubabel, since Joash said, Let Baal contend with him because he tore down his altar. All the Midianites, Amalekites, and my page is stuck. And the Kedemites gathered together, crossed over the Jordan, and camped in the Jezreel Valley. The Spirit of the Lord enveloped Gideon, and he blew the ram's horn at the Abizurites' rally behind him. He sent messengers throughout all of Manasseh who rallied behind him. He also sent messengers throughout Asher, Zebulon, and Naphtali, who also came to meet him. Then Gideon said to God, If you will deliver Israel by my hand, as you said, I will put a wool fleece here on the threshing floor. If dew is only on the fleece and all the ground is dry, I will know that you will deliver Israel by my strength, as you said. And that is what happened. When he got up early in the morning, he squeezed the fleece and wrung the dew out of it, filling a bowl of water. Gideon said to God, Don't be angry with me. Let me speak one more time. Please allow me to make one more test with the fleece. Let it remain dry and the dew be all over the ground. That night, God did as Gideon requested. Only the fleece was dry and the dew was all over the ground. And now we will move on to the Gospel of Luke. And we are in Luke 22. And we'll be reading 2254 through 23:12 so 22:54 they seized him led him away and brought him to the high priest's house meanwhile peter was following at a distance they lit a fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat down together and peter sat among them when a servant saw him sitting in the light and looked closely at him she said this man was with him too but he denied it woman i don't know him After a little while, someone else saw him and said, You're one of them, too. Man, I am not, Peter said. About an hour later, another one kept insisting, This man was certainly with him, since he's also a Galilean. But Peter said, Man, I don't know what you're talking about. Immediately, while he was still speaking, the rooster crowed. Then the Lord turned and looked at Peter. So Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said to him, Before the rooster crows today, you will deny me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. The men who were holding Jesus started mocking him and beating him. After blindfolding him, they kept asking prophecy, Who was it that you that hit you? And after and they were saying many other blasphemous things to him. 
When daylight came, the elders of the people, both the chief priests and the scribes, convened and brought him before their Sanhedrin. They said, If you are the Messiah, tell us. But he said to them, If I tell you, you will not believe, and if I ask you, you will not answer. But from now on the Son of Man will be seated at the right hand of the power of God. They all asked, Are you then the Son of God? And he said to them, You say that I am. Why do we need any more testimony, they said, since we have heard it from his mouth ourselves. Chapter 23. Then their whole assembly rose up and brought him before Pilate. They began to accuse him, saying, We found this man misleading our nation, opposing payment of taxes to Caesar, and saying that he himself is the Messiah, a king. So Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? He answered him, You say so. Pilate then told the chief priests and the crowds, I find no grounds for charging this man. But they kept insisting. He stirs up the people teaching throughout all of Judea from Galilee, where he started even to hear. When Pilate heard this, he asked if the man was a Galilean. Finding that he was under Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him to Herod, who was also in Jerusalem during those days. Herod was very glad to see Jesus. For a long time he had wanted to see him because he had heard about him and was hoping to see some miracle performed by him. So he kept asking him questions, but Jesus did not answer him. The chief priests and the scribes stood by vehemently accusing him. Then Herod, with his soldiers, treated him with contempt, mocked him, dressed him in bright clothing, and sent him back to Pilate. That very day, Herod and Pilate became friends. Previously, they had been enemies. And that's where we will stop in Luke. We'll continue that the next time. So we'll move on to Psalm. And we are in Psalm 95. And we'll be going through 96.13. So we're going to read Psalms 95 and 96 today. Come let us shout joyfully to the Lord. To, to the Lord. My goodness. Come, let us shout joyfully to the Lord, who shout triumphantly to the rock of our salvation. Let us enter his presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout triumphantly to him in song. For the Lord is a great God, a great king above all gods. The depths of the earth are in his hand, and the mountain peaks are his. The sea is his. He made it. His hands form the dry land. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our God, our Maker. For He is our God, and we are the people of His pasture, and the sheep under His care. Today, if you hear His voice, do not harden your hearts, as at Meribah, as on that day that Amasa in the wilderness, where your fathers tested me. They tried me, though they had seen what I did. For forty years I was disgusted with that generation. I said, They are a people whose hearts go astray. They do not know my ways. So I swore my anger. They will not enter my rest. 96. Sing a new song to the Lord. Let the whole earth sing to the Lord. Sing to the Lord. Bless his name. Proclaim his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his wondrous works among all peoples. For the Lord is great and is highly praised. He is feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, you families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory of his name. Bring an offering and enter his courts. Worship the Lord in splendor, in the splendor of his holiness, and let the whole earth tremble before him. 
Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. The world is firmly established. It cannot be shaken. He judges the people fairly. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice. Let the sea and all that fills it resound. Let the fields and everything in them celebrate. Then all the trees of the forest will shout for joy before the Lord, for he is coming. For he is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness and the peoples with his faithfulness. And last but not least, we'll go to Proverbs. We are doing Proverbs chapter 14, verses 5 and 6. An honest witness does not deceive, but a dishonest witness utters lies. A mocker seeks the wisdom and doesn't find it, but knowledge comes easily to the perceptive. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. And thank you all for joining us, and we will be back for day 117. Have a good one.